by Riverside. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, listeners. Welcome to the third episode of Talking Justice. My name is Maramel Af, and yours truly will be the host of this very podcast. In our last episode, we were joined by Advika Gemawat, in which we discussed and explored the topic of pursuing law school. In today's episode, we will be exploring the topic of navigating law with a passion. And joining us today is Shanaz Farid. Good morning. How have you been today? Good morning. Um, I've been absolutely fine. Thank you very much for having me on this podcast. It's an honor. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> okay, great. So we'll just, before we get started, I like to ask this to a lot of um, the guests that will, will come here. So the first question I like to lay out is, why did you decide to pursue law? I decided to pursue law. Actually, I had two ambitions. It was either going to be law or medicine. I love both is equally. So I loved medicine and I loved law. Um, but when I was, uh, the more I read into law, the more fascinated I became. Everywhere around me, I was I was a child that grew up in the 1970s in, in England, and there was a lot of racism. So for me, I was drawn more towards the law than medicine, but medicine was another option that I would love to have taken. Um, but med- uh, law has always been my passion, whether... And, and it grew, it gradually grew. The more I would read, the more passionate I would become. And then I knew uh, that was the path I was going to take. That's really lovely. I love I love that reason. Like you're reading into it and then you're just gathering all this information. And it's just, it's a good, for me, at least I see it. It's a good reason to start law. You know, like at least, you know, you're, you actually, you're actually going to like it and you actually like the stuff you're going to do you're going to be reading about so yeah exactly I think unless uh, unless you're actually passionate unless you're going to enjoy it I don't think it's worth doing a profession or entering a profession unless you're really going to to love it because at the end of the day you hope to sustain and be in that profession for a very long time yeah and the amount of dedication it takes to just even go just to even start your career in law it's it's a lot of it's a lot of dedication even like I, I think about it like I know that's what I want to do but even when you know like when I think about it and when, when you actually start like you have to plan it you and you actually start thinking about oh you know I might do this and then I might go from there it's it's a, it's a bit overwhelming <laughs> it's a bit overwhelming is I I feel like not even just for peop- young people it's overwhelming even for like people in their 20s, 30s. Yes, definitely. I agree with you. I mean, it's overwhelming whatever stage in life you're going to do law. Whether you do it as a young person having done their A-levels and going straight in to do law, or whether if you're a a mature person and you're coming in with a change of career, change of route, because you don't know at what age you suddenly decide, I'm going to do law. But when you do make that decision, you've got to be 100% dedicated towards that because... I think it's very easy to say, I want to do something, but very difficult to make sure you actually follow it through. And that's what you need to be able to do. A hundred percent. (laughs) And you know what, even just you saying that, you know, like you have to be dedicated to doing something to like actually following through. I feel like that's really applicable to even just like a lot of stuff, even to like the daily things that you do. Like it's like you have to be like in the proper mindset to do something that you want and 
I and obviously there's going to be quite a, f- a lot of sacrifice whether it's just like oh you know watching a television or completely something much bigger like having to move to a completely different country it's 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 a lot of sacrifice and a lot of work but you know from what i've seen or at least from what i from yeah from what i've seen or and hopefully i'll experience in the future it's it's worth it right it's it's very much worth it especially when you're doing something you're passionate about and you can see you can see you changing something for the better it's it's i'm i'm assuming it's a great feeling <laughs> it is i mean at the end of the day when you see the results when you that's what gives you that you know you you you, you can feel you can feel something that you know you've done something and you've had a good result. I think that's the very humbling. <laughs> um, and I think we all want to be able to do something where we feel, oh, this is, no one goes into a profession thinking, I want to do that nine to five. <laughs> I think we go into a profession thinking we love. And I think we're very, very fortunate if we can do a job we love yeah. because there's many people that aren't able to do that. Um, and they're simply doing a job for the sake of doing it. So if we can do a job that we absolutely love, like doing law, <laughs> I think um, that has a lot to be said. Yeah, 100%. Like a lot of my friends, they're they're very much into... Like, even my best friend, she's very much into business administration, like, business, managerial, you know, and some of my friends, they're very into fashion, and, like, I get it, you know, especially in the creative, because, like, there you really, like, you know, like, oh, yeah, a person really loves doing fashion, or, you know, maybe they're just, like, managing businesses, but for me, I, I like, I receive a lot of, com- like, comments where it's sort of, like, I just cannot believe, like, you'd enjoy reading that much like you will enjoy like like paper like do you know how how hard that is and it's just like like i don't know it's like i don't have a specific reason as to you know why i just really like it like i'm very drawn towards it you know like i can it's one of like i cannot envision myself being something else you know and for me it's very important for me to actually see myself doing something like even just wearing something it's I need to see myself doing that. So, like, hopefully, maybe, like, the more I read about it, the more I explore about law, the more I discover about just that topic itself, like, I'd, like, I'd be able to pinpoint what exactly, like, it is that makes me drawn so much towards it. But right now, I'm just in a position where I'm just like, look, all I know is I just want to do law. I just want to pursue law. I just want to go to law school and then go do cases um yeah that's that's all i have right now well that's great but you've got that drive you know i want to do law you don't know yet what area because you'll experience that when you go into law school but you've got this you know you want to go into law but you're not sure yet what area so i think that is the that is that is understandable yes thank you actually for bringing that up it's insane because when i first started getting interested in law i was under I was like, I want to do criminal justice. I want to do the murder cases. I want to do all of those. And I was like, that's that's quite a lot. And even my mom, when she heard about this, she was like, that's a bit dangerous, don't you think? I was basing it off and just dramas. Like, not even real life cases, just basing it off dramas where you see the lawyers always getting, like, the attorneys getting into a difficult position. And I was like, you know, it's it's fine. It doesn't really matter. Like, what matters is, like, why I'm doing criminal justice. And then, I kid you not, 
about two years ago or a year ago i could i don't know what happened but um i'm i'm studying biology and then through experiences and just through the academics that i'm doing i have gone from wanting to do criminal justice to wanting to do i'm not sure if it's like a proper area but like medical malpractice or like family relations Yes, it's medical ethics and yeah. the law. So there is an there area. Is. There it is. Yeah, I wasn't sure what the there area There is an area for you. Was. Yeah, and it's just, it's really, it's, for me, it's nice. Especially since, you know, just from the brief descriptions I've seen through a lot of university websites of like what you'll actually be studying. It's very nice. And I feel like it's, like, I feel like my life is sort of, like, I have a plan. Like, I know what I want to do with it. So yeah it's it's nice <laughs> so you want to do areas such as clinical negligence uh, you know whether it's in medical profession and there's something that's happened yeah and you want to be investigating those type of areas so you've got a vision <laughs> you know what you want to be doing but you know it's like you say initially you're drawn to the law because of dramas that you see <laughs> you know you you see that in the courtroom and you see how these lawyers argue with each other the more you read for yourself, like you just said, you're now drawn to clinical negligence, yeah. cases of, you know, hospitals and doctors and the law when something goes wrong and what you can do. So you've got an idea of what you want to be doing, Maria, yeah. which is uh, really, really <laughs> great, fabulous. And I hope you have every success in Thank that. Thank you so much. I hope as you move forward with your life, you have a lot of success in all the projects you're going to do too. Okay, so just moving on, it's been an amazing conversation. I'm very much enjoying this. So, okay. So, how did how did you choose where you were going to study? Like what like did you do research on a certain university or did you have experience or did you hear it from someone or how how did you do it? Okay, so as an undergraduate, what I did is um as well as doing my undergraduate degree, at the same time, I started to do voluntary work in projects that I was interested in. So I worked with Alone in London, mm -hmm. which was a homeless charity mm -hmm. uh, for 16 to 25 year olds. And then I also at the same time worked with um, British Irish Rights Watch. And they were basically, um, it was an investigation into what happened Bloody Sunday. Mm -hmm. So I worked on that. And that then led me to be in contact with some amazing barristers, which I was able to shadow, like Michael Mansfield, QC, Casey now, and Steer Karma uh, Casey. So, uh, Keir Starmer Casey. So it kind of, you, you put your foot in one door and it opens another door. And that's literally what happened. And then after I finished my undergraduate degree, I took a break because I got married, raised a family, and then in the pandemic, I went back and did my uh, LPC, LLM, to uh, qualify as a solicitor. So I did that during the pandemic. And then when I completed that, I started to work as a paralegal and initially worked in criminal law. Um, and at the same time, I went back to voluntary work at an advice centre, South Westminster Legal Advice Centre. Um, and that was really important to me because I love to do my voluntary work. And especially with legal aid cuts in this country, not everyone can access, um, you know, I have access to a solicitor. So going to the advice centre 
we're able to give advice to people who may not otherwise be able to afford that assistance. So that's why I do that work. And then at the same time, I joined another new firm, Bernberg Pierce. Um, and here I'm doing a combination of crime, very little uh, immigration than crime, but it's a long, it's going to be a long process. It's like two years to qualify as a solicitor, but it's all gaining experience towards that. Um, but my the advice work that I do at South Westminster Legal Advice Centre, I absolutely love that. That's done in your own time. It's voluntary work. It means you have to put in long hours. You go after work. You don't know what time you're going to finish, and then you have to come home. And when you come home, you know it's worth it. Yeah. So it's it's a big comp. It's it's it is. I think if you know what you want to do and you have the passion, you'll do it. Yeah. I just want to say everything you've said it's amazing like can we just break it down you know like you do undergraduate and then you decide like you know i'm gonna do all of this experiences that just helps me gain a lot of knowledge and experience to about the about the area that i want and then you start a family and then it's it's so before i love the fact that you were able to start a family and then still pursue the career you want. Because nowadays, you see a lot of people, a lot of um, people in their 20s or at least 30s saying that, you know, you can only, like, you can't have everything. Like, you can't have a family and then while you're doing your career or you can't manage both. Like, you see that from a lot of people or at least from, uh, I guess, from... A bit of young people today, like they, I don't want to speak about anything, but it's like, it's really, you hear a lot of comments about people saying, you know, like, you have to do something first, you have to complete, like your career first, or you have to have a family first before you go on and do another thing. But the fact that you right now, you have a family, and you're still able to do the career, and you're still able to work, work towards your goals. That's amazing. Like, it's amazing. And it's just little, literal proof that you can do anything you set your mind to. Like, I feel like a lot of people are like, okay, it's so much harder than, you know, like, do actually doing it. But, like, that's the point, you know? You do what you want alongside the people that you care about. And, you know, at this point, it's you're not only doing this just for yourself. You're doing this for people around you. You're setting an example that... You, you're a person that just like me who can do all of this stuff you know and it's amazing especially now you know like as a muslim woman it's so i don't me personally i don't see a lot of people there which like a lot of people who's the same as me in the in the field of law and it's very it's it gives you doubts of whether you know you can actually do it but honestly, it's just everything you've said, it's amazing. Like, it's giving so much hope towards me. And I promise you towards a lot of people who's going to be, who's listening to this podcast right now. It's very inspiring. <laughs> I think, I think so. I, I think if we kind of pigeonhole ourselves into thinking, oh, we can't do yeah. something, then we're not going to do it. We have to have that mindset because if that's your passion, that's your drive, then you don't kind of divert from it. You follow that kind of, yeah. it may take you longer, 
you still do it. It may take you longer. Yes, it's taken me longer. I never thought it's going to be a 24 year break before I come back to it, but I've done it. I'm still put my foot back in the door. And as much as I can do that, I know I can in two years time qualify as a solicitor, but it's just taking that um, first step. Um, and But then I had some amazing, amazing lecturers uh, at a university when I went back to study who pushed me and who still push me today. So when I do a new project, I always go back and I say, what do you think about this? I can go back to my uh, lecturers, uh, such as Hayley Southgate, and say, you know, Hayley, what do you think? And she will always give me the best, best um, advice that anyone can ever want. So I think also having the yeah. good circle around you, knowing what you want and doing that, I think that's really important. Uh, it's too easy to give up when you start something. Um, it really is, trust me, but we just have to keep going um, because it's far easier to give yes, up than it is to much. continue. 100% agreeable. Like, I've been in a lot of situations where, you know, it took me so long to get started, but, you know, just once I've started and then I'm like, oh, and then like doubts came in that, like, oh, should I just give up? It's really very easy to turn to a decision where it's just, you know, like, if you give up, like, all your words will be gone. It's very easy to do that. But, which is why I guess, like, when you choose not to give up, when you choose to continue, the feeling that you get, the success that you feel once you've accomplished that goal or that project, even just a small thing, it's, um, it's so... It's an amazing feeling, you know, like you manage to start it. You manage to not give up despite like the negative thoughts or the doubts that you had. And then once you get in, you complete it. And then you just look back at your experience and it's just like, I am so happy I've managed to do this. You know, it's like, I'm so glad I didn't give up, you know? I think if you have a dream, what you don't do is give up. You've got to yeah. try and follow it through. However, maybe the, nothing will come of it. Maybe, just maybe, your persistence, your perseverance, something positive might just come out of it. And you just don't know where your journey is going to take you. So I, there's one thing I can say to anyone is just don't give up on your dream because you have no idea where that one step you're going to take towards that dream is going to take you. Yeah, 100%. And it's like, it's like I even if, honestly... I've gone through a lot of stuff where, you know, I've tried out for something and I got something that was not my intention at all, but it all works out. You know, like you, like, as you said, you put your foot through the door and then you get onto a path and then it may not be what you initially wanted, but sooner or later, if you just continue on working or continue on fighting for what you want, you will get to a position where you will be happy where you'll feel success and admiration for you for all the people around you and you know even inspire other people you know so like you may get on you may have a mindset of setting your foot through the door with and you have something that you really want but a lot of a lot of the times you know there's many obstacles that it's it's not a straight path it's a very difficult path and there's a lot of obstacles in it but you know, like, okay, the point I'm trying to get across is you have a path, but it may not always be the one that you wanted. You will always, there will always be a bunch of crisscross and rights and yes. left. But eventually you'll, you'll get to a point where it's, where you will just 
feel success and you'll feel happy about achieving what you want you know? exactly but it's got to be your drive i mean if yeah. you say if you, if you just simply say i want to do it well nothing's going to come we're just saying we can all say i mean i want to be queen but i'm not going to become queen but do you understand it's what you actually do towards getting there and that's the thing we can't just wish we have to actually work towards it wishing is easy working towards it is much more difficult yeah yeah okay so yes so speaking of working it, it so obviously before you can actually work it you have to you have to set out a goal and you've set your goal so how so talking um like in general you've done a lot of work you've done a lot of volunteers you've done a lot of experience you've gone through a lot of stuff so how how did you manage to put your foot through the door like the first step like how did you apply to the internships the volunteers the work experience how like just in general how like how did you do it so, I mean, I, I looked for the projects that I was interested in. I mean, I could go, there's lots of projects out there, but I went for the projects which I were fascinated me. Um, and there's many, trust me. If, if, <laughs> even if I spoke about every single one of them, I probably wouldn't be able to cover them. There's so many that projects, so many areas that I'm passionate about. But I took uh, the projects that I was interested in. Then I looked everywhere. Um, and then I contacted those uh, charities or organizations and I said, and I put myself out and I said, you know, I'm really, really interested. I'm passionate about this area of work. Please let me know how I can help you. I'm a first year, second year, whatever year law student. Um, and I'm passionate about this. I'd really like to be able to shadow you to learn from you because that's actually what you're doing first before you you gain any knowledge you're going to learn from them because at the end of the day it's a charity it exists they've helped people longer than you've had your desire um so you're you're actually learning from them and you know i think people especially charities appreciate if someone can come forward and say to them you know we would really like to uh, uh, to to work with you because that's what they need they need people that are passionate about helping them in those areas of law um charities are just that they they the institutions they you know people that don't have funding but they need people to come in from outside and to say, you know, we're willing to give up our time to make a difference, to help however we can. So that is how I did it. I went about just contacting areas where I was passionate about and seeing if, you know, they would allow me to come in and work. I wasn't after a financial gain. It was all, uh, it, it was, that's what charity means, doing it without a financial gain. Yeah. Um, if you're if you're wanting to make a, a, a obtain a financial gain, then charity isn't going to be your, uh, you know, <laughs> that your area is. Trust me. If, yeah. you no, know, when you go into a charitable setting, you need to give up time, energy, and you need to love the work you're doing. Um, if you're looking for financial gain, I don't think so charitable or voluntary work is going to be your area. So uh, I think you have to be very sure from the outset, you know what you're letting yourself in for, because when you go to these places, you know, you know, you're at the forefront of the problem that you're going to be dealing with. So when we say homelessness, we're talking serious homeless. People don't have, yeah. um, you know, f f accommodation, food, they're on the streets. When we say... Um, 
Legal Advice Centre, South Westminster Legal Advice Centre. It means people coming to us with every single type of problem, whether it be housing, whether it be family, it's everything that affects an individual. It's all areas of law. Um, and they come to us to ask for advice. And we, as in, you know, as volunteers at South Westminster Legal Advice Centre, have to be able to give that advice in compassionate way because if you don't have empathy, if you don't have compassion, I don't think so, you really can do the type of work that we're going to do because this is not a commercial law firm. This is every day, every person, you know, scenario. No one yeah. wants to go in to say, you know, I'm losing my house, can you help me? But they've got no choice. They need that assistance and they need it now. They don't need it in seven weeks time when they were possibly going to be out on the street. So our job is, basically to advise and to guide them along a way which they can try and get the help they need as soon as possible sooner yeah. rather than later just yeah from like ev from like everything you've said i feel like right now i feel as if you know like for anyone out there who's you know like who's interested about law or like a specific area for me like from what you've said i feel like go like doing volunteer work doing charity like projects that you literally won't receive any awards or any financial gains that's the best way like that's for me i'm seeing it right now as like that is not the first step but that is a step that you can do where you'll really be able to see if you really if you really are interested in this or if you're just in here for like another reason because charity work you're helping other people you know you don't you, maybe you'll get like happiness from seeing other people but you know like to an extent you don't feelings are a lot but like technically speaking like materials materialistic speaking you don't get a lot from charities like charities volunteers you're doing that because you want to do that you want to help people and from what you said, you know, giving advice that affects someone's person. So, you know, you're serious about that. You have to be serious. Like, you have to have a serious mindset. You you need to be serious about helping people. So, right now, I feel like... M me, right now, I would love to do volunteer work right now. Because I've always wanted to do that. But, you know, like... The overlapping of time, it's like... It's never there. But for anyone who's... Yeah. It's not easy. It's not easy to give up that time because don't forget, you know, uh, it's like you said, you'd love to do it. Yeah. It's not easy. So don't think anything that, you know, that you do is going to be easy. It's all going to be hard because you've got school, you've got, you know, <laughs> after school projects. You've got, so to take out that time, it takes a lot of determination and it, that is hard work by itself as well because at the end of the day you're going in to help people you have no idea every every session you're going to attend is going to be different you're not going to come in contact with the same two people at any point you may do they may come back to you why because they've yeah. got your confidence they like how you help them initially we get that at South Westminster Legal Advice Centre. We get people that came for us for one problem, coming back again to us for another problem. So that shows they have reassurance and they have confidence in us to be able to do that because at the end of the day, we're a voluntary organisation. We're not um, a company in itself. So that shows 
they have faith in us. They 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 appreciate and they know that what we did for them initially yeah. helped them. So they come back a second time or a third time, and that's what gives yeah. you satisfaction. Now, that for me, that's better than getting anything else. Like just knowing that you helped a person's life, like in such a positive way that they've literally have that they have confidence in you that they have like faith in you that you'll be able to help them that's that's amazing work you know like that's some that's the reason that someone that's maybe that's one of the biggest reason that someone should be getting into law because law you're there to defend people you're there to help them you're giving out advice so that's just that's just so much better than just earning as much money because like you can earn money anywhere you know like you can earn money online you can earn money offline you know you can do a lot of different things that can earn you money but law and as well as i guess we can even top in medicine here law and medicine they're very they're both contrasting topics but for me i see them as both something similar because the amount of work that you have to put in going and in, yes. going into both of those just for money it's not enough like you have to have a reason you have or at least just be passionate and interested in just helping and just making a change you know because the devotion the dedication that it takes to really study and do the work that you need it's insane so just it's amazing so literally to anyone listening right now who's like just even doing any job that just requires a lot of dedication amazing like you're doing amazing work yeah amazing because you don't forget there's a lot of people that are doing amazing amazing jobs we're talking specifically yeah. about the law but there's people that keep if we look at the pandemic no one was in their offices so who kept the who kept everything going yeah. it was the doctors the nurses even even the refuse people yeah you know if they didn't come and do the jobs that they were doing i mean this we would have been yeah. in a worse pandemic so respect to everyone who's done something um and who does who does do something we never look down on anyone in fact you kind of salute everyone you yeah. say thank you very much because without the jobs that you do you know we can't <laughs> we would not be out of this pandemic today to be able to do the yeah. jobs that we do yeah it's it's honestly just it's one whole community like you work someone else can benefit from your work it's not just you benefiting yeah it's, exactly it's amazing i think we have to look at it um, a lot a bigger picture at the end of the day everyone goes into law for a yeah. different reason everyone has their own reasons why they go into it but if we look at it individually you know sometimes something yeah. has happened and that's driven you or sometimes you see something is missing and you think oh i can do something to make a change or sometimes you know it could be that you've read about it you're not yeah. too sure about it but you'd like to know more <laughs> curiosity so there's lots of different aspects you don't know which one you fall into but until you actually walk into that classroom you open <laughs> that book and you read you're going to get an idea if you're going to love the law you're going to hate the law because if you once you get your idea in your brain you'll have an idea yes this is for me this is what i can see myself doing but at the same time you may walk into that classroom open that book and find you know this really isn't for me what i thought and the reality is very different and that's fair enough as well because 
law isn't for everyone it's it's when if you love it you love it and if you don't you know you, there's always other amazing careers that someone yeah. can do yeah and even just like even just like trying and figuring out that you don't like law that's that's that already means you tried like that already means you didn't give up you're not giving up you're just changing your mind you're just changing what you want to do yeah and that's normal and it's big thing like all i can have like all in my mind right now this entire conversation has just been inspiring and just truly just giving me a lot of knowledge you know so i just we're coming to an end so to me i have learned a lot and i'm 100% and i can 100% guarantee you anyone listening to this right now has also learned a lot they've definitely gained inspiration because me sitting here and listening to the way you talk and what you talk about it's already inspiring so thank you so much for being here for the last just one last thing that i hope to hear from you just what's one tip that you will just like to give anyone who's interested in pursuing law don't give up just keep going <laughs> follow your dream um don't let anyone say to you you can't do it because if you if you listen to the people that say you can't then you really don't. follow your dream and just just go forward and do it um if i can say take a chance yeah. and whatever your journey is to you just follow that road yeah thank you so much thank you so much for being here thank you so much for replying and giving us this amazing experience it's been amazing it's been it's, Mariam, been, it's been wonderful thank you for having <laughs> me and and i hope uh, and i hope that uh, we speak again soon thank you so much that's shana's farid everybody thank you so much for listening to this talking justice episode logging out mariam el af enjoy your day <laughs> thank you